What is up, everyone in the Next 90 Nation? A small but mighty group of human beings dedicated to leveling up their lives 90 days at a time. That's what we do. We just, we look at 90 days, we chunk it down, we go, okay, cool, I can do that. And we just keep putting one foot in front of the other. We chop wood daily. There's a lot of analogies, as you, as I say, the daily war, core four before the door. We have these tools in our tool chest once we become honest with ourselves about where we're headed. And we accomplished some big stuff. So I'm super excited. Like things are really, really taking off um, from this next 90 perspective. Like I've got a great team of people that I'm working with now. Um, I've had a great support network prior to this. I've got Warrior to lean back on. You know, just things are just lining up. Things are are, are working. And, um, you know, I think from the outside looking in, people are like, damn, you know. Nick's just got it figured out. Like shit is good. You know, he's, he's doing this. He's doing that. One minute he's in Europe. The next minute he's up on his ranch. The next minute he's in his big office. The next minute he's in his podcast studio. And what the fuck, what is he doing? Like life must be so good. And, and there's a lot of truth to that people. Life is really good. I'm in a good season and I'm working my fucking ass off. Like if you're following me on social media, it's at Nick Long 365, at Nick Long 365 on all platforms. If you're following me, I started putting timestamps on my, uh, on my story so you guys can see like, dude, I, I, I just, I'm committed. Like part of this 90 day lifestyle is just being committed, getting up every single day and doing what you said you were going to do. But that's not always the case. Today, Man, coming off of that, the, the blackout um, with my coaching clients last week, I was fucking exhausted. So guess what my body outcome for today was? Sleep in and get a massage. And I've done both of those things today because you need to rest and recover. Like nobody is superhuman. Nobody has a perfect life. And that's the whole thing is that we all start trying to chase this perfect life. It's, there's, there's no, there, like my wife is not perfect let alone my life. My, my children are not perfect. Like I came home, my son had drawn on another couch. Like we're going to have to like put all of this furniture in the middle of the street and burn it. Like when we ever move out of this house, because he's destroyed it. Like it's not fucking perfect. Like I don't live in a restoration hardware catalog. Like I live with that type of furniture, but it's got boogers. It's got all sorts of stuff on there. So if you're trying to live this life of perfection, you're setting yourself up for failure. This is about a life of progress, progress over perfection. Like we want to make a make progress every single day. That is why we do the work. The work help, helps us to make progress in the progress, we find production. In the production, we find power and power. It's just like this, this never-ending cycle as opposed to getting up like without a plan and just jumping into the tornado of life and letting other people's agenda and bullshit fill your head. And next thing you know, you feel like you've done nothing. So you got to come home, drink a couple glasses of wine, take a couple shots of whiskey, fucking kick the dog, yell at the kids, you know, and just live and live this life out of control. And then it starts showing up in your bank account, which manifests even more rage. And, and it's just like, it's fucking insanity. And then you look at Instagram and you're like, Oh my God, what if, no, what if you fucking did it? What if you built the life that others would look at and say, I want that life instead of for looking at their life and saying, I want that one. Like you do yourself no fucking, uh, you do yourself n n no, I can't even think of the word here. 
no, no uh, purpose looking at somebody else's Instagram and voyeuring that shit. Like, go to my Instagram. It's pretty cool. Like, I've got some cool photos and we're starting to level it up. And like, on the outside looking in, everything looks great. Well, let me just tell you. Let me tell you the fucking reality. And I, my wife's probably going to get pissed about this, but whatever. I will uh, deal with that with her at another time. So you heard me say on Monday's podcast, like there was just a lot of shit going on leading into the blackout. Like I'm super heavy. I'm super emotionally hijacked. I'm like, ah, like I snapped. I literally snapped at a four-year-old child, my four-year-old beautiful baby girl. Like, and I don't even know what she wanted. She wanted me to like get her a straw or something. I'm like, what? There's no fucking straws here. Like all the straws died or something like and just like, she's like four. She didn't deserve it, but it's because I was allowing all this other shit to come at me and let it take over me. And, you know, and not owning just like what was happening and the fact that I will be okay. And so like we, we'd gone to this Halloween event. Um, it's that time of year. We went to this Halloween event by the house and I saw neighbors and I'm waving to them, but like I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm so not present. I'm physically there. Emotionally, I am gone. I'm like, we're getting, we're getting to go on some rides. Um, and then we're getting the fuck out of here. And there was a brief moment where on the rides and, and with my kids and playing with them in the bounce house, like I was fine, but you started taking me out of that environment. I started getting anxious. I started getting like semi nauseous. I was just like very, very heavy, very heavy. And so I, I told my wife, I said, Hey, we want to go home. And my wife is like, the best like she is so sweet and there, there's times where she like literally gets like on my ass like no you're fucking wrong and there's times where she's like hey babe like i got this i got you like because she knows the pressure that comes with all this and she has a tremendous amount of pressure like with the kids and she's she's very active in charity um she's active in their schools like she got a lot of fucking pressure she, she manages the house like it's it's a lot for both of us but it's this yin and yang right and so uh we go home and like, I'm, I'm on a one phone call after another phone call and I'm on emails and I'm dealing with this, with, with an issue and I'm like, fuck. And so I finally had, I'm sitting there at the table. My wife had gone up and she was, um, was bathing the kids and she's like, I got this, I got the kids and I'm about to leave. Right. Then the next day or the following day, I'm about to leave and I'm be gone for a full week. I'm not going to see my kids. I'm not going to see my wife. Right. So I'm sitting there emotionally hijacked, not physically present. And, um, I can hear my wife upstairs and like in the, the background and I can hear the bath water and I'm like, you know what, what am I doing? Like I'm, I'm breaking my own rule. I need to like go to my why. My why is my wife and my kids. Like I need to lean into my why. I need to, I need to fuel, fuel all of this with my why. And like, I'll truly understand that it'll be okay with, with them and my purpose. Like there's nothing I can't do or overcome. And so I, uh, I'm, I put down my pen, I was journaling, I had an email up, I put it all away. And so in my mind, right in my mind, I'm going to, I'm going to going back to this perfect Instagram, you know, Facebook, keeping up with the Kardashians world, I'm going to come upstairs and my wife's going to be there, you know, like kneeling beside the bathtub. The kids are going to be there. They're going to be like, daddy. And I'm going to do the, I'm going to reach in the water and do the little splash, splash, splash. And they're going to laugh. And like, I'm going to come up from behind my wife and I'm going to give her a kiss, maybe inappropriately touch her breasts and kiss her neck and just tell her, baby, you know, I love you so much. And then, you know, we're going to have like a kind of an elongated seductive kiss, which is going to set up later in the evening where we're going to have this two hour lovemaking session. And it's just going to be, she's going to have seven orgasms and life is going to be fucking just beautiful. Right. 
I'm going to log into my bank account. And all of a sudden, I, you know, a million dollar wire I wasn't expecting was going to hit. And it's supposed to be like, you are the man. You are the man. Like all these people just like, you know, throwing rose petals at my feet. So that's what I'm picturing. Out, but in reality, I was literally picturing my wife sitting there, like with the kids. I was going to go up and I was going to hug her. I was going to tell her I loved her. I was going to kind of flirt with her. And then I was going to play with the kids and I was going to relieve her of her duty. So I walk upstairs. I'm like, doom, 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 and I can hear the kids. And, you know, like there was a little bit of music on or something. Around the corner to the bathroom, I go into the bathroom and it was literally like someone took a turd and punched me in the face. Not like, like, metaphorically, like literally had a piece of poop and punched me in the face. It smelled so bad, so bad. My little two-year-old son, two-and-a-half-year-old son is sitting on the toilet, dropping a, dropping a deuce. He's got his toothbrush, but instead of for toothbrushing his teeth, he's like rubbing it on the toilet seat while he's taking a poop, and it smells horrible. My daughter is fully dressed in a, in a Minnie Mouse dress, like sitting in the sink, with the sink on and going, look, daddy, I'm taking a bath like in there. And she's like painting her, her nails and she's painting the mirror. Like it's fucking chaos. And then I turn and there's my beautiful wife who probably was like half getting uh, dressed when she like told the kids to get in the bath. She, she's standing there and she's got just a Lady Gaga t-shirt on and I love Lady Gaga. So that's not the problem. But she's standing there and she's got her thigh, her, her leg up on the, uh, on the counter. And she's like, she's like picking at something on her leg. Right. So if you can imagine this walk in daughter in the sink, like fully dressed sink, water over running son, taking a poop, brushing his, not his teeth, brushing the toilet with his physical brushes on, on the toothbrush. My wife half naked, but like the lower half and her leg is up on the counter, like facing my, my, my son picking at her, her thigh. You know, I don't know if she had a something there, a scab or a freckle or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That was literally what I said. I'm like, and my wife looks and I think she is just so caught up in mommy mode and like in the, in the thick of the shit, no, no pun intended. She looks around and she just starts fucking busting up. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like standing there almost spread eagle in front of our two-year-old son. He's pooping and like, like, looks like Rain Man brushing the, uh, the, the toilet, making these weird noises. My daughter is in the fucking sink, dressed up as Minnie Mouse, like saying she's taking a bath, like a bird bath, painting like a Picasso on our fucking mirror. Like, what is going on? And the two of us just bust up laughing. Like, we literally start laughing and she's like, oh my God, oh my God. She's like, this is crazy. So I go over, like flush the toilet. I wipe his butt Throw, flush that, throw him in this thing, take my daughter out of the sink, take her clothes off, put her in the sink. My wife goes, you know, goes and gets decent. She comes back and we just sat there and we laughed and we laughed. I don't even know how long, like, like a belly laugh, like a hard tearing up belly laugh. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't fucking perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it was the perfect thing I needed. I needed that moment right then and right there more than I needed some Hallmark fucking card of life and my wife to be like in the perfect, you know, seated position with her hair over her shoulder and the kids to just love on me. Like that is fucking life. Like getting punched in the face with a turd may not happen every single day, but like enough metaphorical turds show up in your life and it's chaos. 
It is perfectly imperfect, but it's perfect for you if you are in charge of it. And if you are the one that is actually manifesting it. And I needed that belly laugh so hard. It completely took all the fucking tension away from me. I loved on my wife. I told her, like, I love you so much. Like, <laughs> all of this is just perfect. I love my kids. And, like, I went back downstairs and I fucking got after it. I got after the work. I got email copy done that I was supposed to get done. Like, talked to my team at 10 o'clock and just fucking crushed it. Because I owned my perfectly imperfect life. I owned the fact that I've been doing the work. I owned the fact that like I was not okay in that moment. And I went to my why. And because I went to my why, even though it wasn't fucking perfect, it was exactly what I needed. And so don't get caught up in all this like fringe bullshit, you know, and all these things on the outside. Like, just do the work like this. This is a proven formula. Like if you follow it, it will work. It's not going to be perfect, but it'll be perfect for you. And I'm telling you guys, like, had I not have the tools that I have right now, I don't know what I would do. And probably would fucking drink myself silly on the nightly and want to detach from my life. But now I lean into my why I take, I, you know, I, I take grace and mercy in the fact that I know that I've come so far and I've got a long way to go and it'll never be over, but it's perfectly imperfect for me right now. So are you trying to live a perfect life only to sell yourself short or do you need to own your imperfections, work on the things that you can change that you don't like and get to fucking work and do the work every single day, the core four, the daily war, the core four. Like I tell you these stories. I put myself in very compromising positions, literally. And my wife, I mean, like I talk about this stuff so that you guys can see that like, I'm just a fucking guy that's trying to figure it out just like you. And I've got this tool called the core four. I've got the gap map. I've got now my new war map that's coming out that you guys are going to have access to that you can just do it every single day. And if you do it every single day, it makes life a little bit more peaceful as I talked about in the previous episode. So my friends, <laughs> you'll never walk into that in my house. I can guarantee you that, but you might walk into some shit like that in yours. And if you just don't appreciate it, you never will. And you'll never appreciate your own life. So next time, until next time, I'm a perfectly imperfect, insecure bastard that loves his life, loves his wife, loves his kids, and will go to war for them every single day. Until next time, own the next 90. I'm out.